Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, uh, you picked a good day to be here. Lot going on, lot to tell you about. Um, it's just, I mean, like every day, but there's an especially uh, amazing load of stuff to share with Listen. you today. Uh, let's, let's start with Harry Stisson. The uh, paid Biden shill <laughs> yesterday tried to uh, convince us that Joe Biden is a very healthy president. Oh, super, super healthy. Listen to the Trump supporters and the Republicans. Please try to tell me again how Joe Biden is sleepy and how he's staying in his basement. Because right now it's 10 a.m. on September 11th in Vietnam, where Joe Biden's already a couple hours into the fifth day of his around the world trip to India and Vietnam. Joe Biden is now beginning a 30 hour marathon on Monday, which includes six meetings in Vietnam, a 10 hour flight to Anchorage, Alaska, where he'll commemorate the 22nd anniversary of 9-11, then another seven hour flight to D.C., where he'll land around midnight. Does that sound like someone who's sleepy and can't do the job? Like Biden was just awake for 24 hours straight. Now he's doing this 30 hour schedule with back to back plans. Was not awake for 30 hours straight. Seeing all the meetings he's had in the past day in Vietnam and India. How can anybody possibly claim that Joe Biden is like too tired to do the job? Yeah, how can you claim it? How can you claim that? Joe Biden is traveling more than any Republican presidential candidate and they just have to travel in the United States. They don't have to go abroad and be jet lagged. See, this narrative about Joe Biden (laughs) being weak or sleepy or staying in his basement that Republicans have tried to push has always been garbage. Always been garbage, never backed up by fact. I would love, love love to see any of these Republicans try to do the schedule that Joe Biden has. Like, can you imagine Donald Trump doing this? Yes. I certainly couldn't. He certainly couldn't, so it's not possible. Well, yeah, if he can't, then... Then I mean uh, that does it, right? Boy, they make him oh say gosh. some weird stuff to make sure that those checks no clear. No kidding. From the DNC, <sighs> and he's a paid, he's a paid uh, douchebag from the DNC, yeah. as we know, right? I mean, and a, I love, I love all, all of his stupid videos. The community notes there uh, say how you know he's a paid spokesman mm-hmm. uh, for the DNC. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, he's earning his money because that, that's tough to say with a straight face. Are you <laughs> kidding me? So all you're taking on is the tired thing, which, you know, we'll prove in here here in just a second. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? But, I mean, how about the dementia problem? Right. How Have you ever seen a video of this guy? Are you, are you kidding me? You're going to try to make the point that he's completely healthy and of sound mind? It's That's impossible. It's an impossible. Possible task. Uh, what's what's his buddy's name? Harry's uh, buddy that does these videos with him. Chris. Okay. See, Chris. Does he get paid the same to just sit there and go point at his bicep? Because that's all. Literally, all he does. That's in all he does. He's like, yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. He's a ringleader. Harry's is a ringleader. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, well, here's Joe. Just a few weeks back. Uh, and we'll compare that to what uh, Donald Trump was doing at the same time. Show you which one is sleepy, which one is tired. Uh, Our buddy Tim, right. Tim Young put this together. Great. A lot of people are in the building. But can you imagine Donald Trump doing this? Yeah. Yeah, I can. I can. Oh my and he's already done it. He was president. He went all over the place. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, in Vietnam, he was talking about him in Vietnam. 
uh, and how grueling his schedule was. <laughs> Here's what uh, Joe himself said <laughs> in Vietnam. Anyway, I, I just think that there are other things on leaders' minds, mm-hmm. and they respond to what's needed at the time. And look, n- nobody <gasps> likes you having <laughs> oh. celebrated uh, hello? international meetings uh, What? if you don't know what you want what at the meeting. What? If you don't have a game plan. He may have a game plan. What are you talking about? He just hasn't about? shared it with me. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> no, he's not tired. Don't worry about it. He doesn't get tired, this guy. This guy, you can't even keep up with him. I don't know about you, but I'm going to bed. I've never heard that from, a, from another president ever in my lifetime. I don't think those words have ever been uttered by another president. What did he say? Nobody likes meetings uh-huh. where you don't play that. Can we can we listen to this again? Anyway, anyway, I, I just think that there nobody likes other meetings things on leaders' minds, and they respond to what's needed at the time. And look, n- nobody likes meetings. Likes uh, likes meetings. Say having, it. Oh, having having. Celebrated, oh, celebrated, celebrated, international meetings. International meetings. Pause it for a second. Don't, Wait, I don't know. nobody likes having celebrated international meetings. Yes, okay, you got it. I didn't realize international meetings were celebrated. It's the president of the United States, but nobody likes having them celebrated. No, I, I, uh, how long have I said that about international meetings? I don't like having them celebrated. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> That's kind of your thing. It's been my It's weird thing. that the old man picked up on it. See, yeah, it is. Okay, it nobody is, But I've done it since having... the late 40s. It's about time somebody noticed how I dislike having celebrated international, international meetings. meetings. Okay, what's the rest of this nonsense? Know what you want. Wait. If you, if you don't know what you want. If you don't have a game plan. Oh, and you need a game plan. You don't have a game plan. He just plan. hasn't shared it with me. <laughs> just, but I tell you what, okay. I don't know about you. Good night. But well, I'm going to go to bed. All right. Night-night, pumpkin. Night-night. <laughs> CP tight. And he sucks. Don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Then yesterday, on the anniversary of 9-11, Joe Biden was in Alaska. And, of course, <laughs> took the occasion to talk about and make it about himself hmm. and football. It's unusual. To renew our sacred vow, never forget. Wait a minute. Not, not this one. Do we have the other one? The football one? <sighs> Clip uh, 16. It's good to see you. Governor and I have something in common. We're both from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had him playing in my high school ball club. There we go. Playing. Oh my God. But I would have, could have been an All-American having you in front of me. Because, oh. <sighs> of course, he was a, a running back. No, yeah, wait. Just, he wasn't a running back. He uh, was a wide receiver or something. Or then he was going for the same position on the Navy football team that Roger Staubach was going for. Okay. Or, uh, except for the fact that... I just had a blocker. Lead blocker. I could have been somebody. And again, he's commenting on some guy's muscle, right? Yeah. Or yeah. size yeah. or whatever. He likes that governor of Alaska. <laughs> yeah, i tell you another thing. His muscles. Right, right, right. They glisten in the sunshine. And, and what a better time for small talk about olden times, right? playing football. And making it about football and about anniversary you on nine eleven. Yeah. The 22nd anniversary in Alaska... About 9-11. Well, no, not about 9-11. It's about you. Mm-hmm. 
as always. So now let's see that other clip here, shall we? Oh my gosh. Is this the uh, To renew our sacred yeah. vow, okay. mm -hmm. never forget, never forget, mm -hmm. we never forget. Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Crown Zero in New York. And I remember standing there the next day oh. and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating. Oh, did you because the way you could, from where you could he stand. It. He, yeah. he remembers it. And, uh, of course, it didn't happen, but he remembers it. He remembers it the next day. In his book, Promises to Keep, he writes uh, something similar. I could see a brown haze of smoke hanging in the otherwise crystal clear sky beyond the Capitol Dome. I headed back to the Capitol the next morning. Hmm. No. No. Sorry. That's, uh, that's not right. No. Uh, it's on so many ways a, to prove it, it's too. It's another fat freaking lie yeah i mean he was on the floor of the senate on the september 12th yes yeah. he did charlie rose that night september okay. 12th from washington right yes from washington from washington yep. dc yep. so he was in washington doing a uh uh the senate vote then they had a senate meeting at two o'clock in the afternoon and then he was doing charlie rose that night <sighs> he's he's a stinking liar he can't tell the truth it's impossible for this guy he was not there the next day. Uh, and he went there, what, nine days later? Yeah, he was there, I believe, on on September 20th. Okay. Okay, so so he was there. Why can't you just talk about about a week later or a little over that? Mm. I was standing there. First chance I got to go to New York, and I was standing there. And I could see the brown head. Whatever, you know, but why do you have to lie about it and say it was the next day? That's his natural instinct. Yeah, the truth is never. Yeah. Is never acceptable to him. So we have this new gizmo thing here. Uh, we do. That, that Chris uh, set up. Pat Gray Pinocchios. Pat Gray Pinocchios. Mm -hmm. So, after having weighed all those facts. So how many Pat Pinocchios uh, should he get for this? Hmm. How many do you think? I mean, he did go on the 20th, so... But he said the next day. He did say the next day. That's obviously a lie, so mm. obviously deserves one. I'm going to give him two. I'm going to give, give him two Pinocchios. Just the two? Yeah. Um, two Pinocchios. Okay, what's our scale up to? Technically, it's five? We Technically, it's five, because okay. five is your uh, pants are on fire. Okay. Pants are on fire, okay. So, it's four, and then and then your pants are on fire. Wow, okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you got to give him at least a three. I mean, he was way off. Mm -hmm. um, well, so. he was eight days off. Okay. Is that egregious? Mm. I just want to say that we give more credit. Yeah. Oh, We're getting more credit than Washington Post. Do, That's so, for is sure. the Washington Post literally sitting like, That's well, let's sure. be fair. No. He was there eight days. <laughs> not the, like, this is more fair than any fat chicken out there right now. And he doesn't deserve it. No, frankly. he doesn't. He doesn't deserve but it. We still let's, give him two. Let's stay with three. Let's All go right. to three. We'll go okay. to three. You Yay. convinced me because I'm not. No, I'm not feeling generous. You know, we were talking. He's concerned. We were talking last week about how the press is turning on him. They yeah. don't. They don't want him running again. They don't. Uh, and this is. Um, it's just stunning that yesterday CNN did this two-page fact check on this Ground Zero claim. Oh, okay. And end it or in it, 
they um, they talked about how another false claim about his own past. They didn't just stick mm. to his 9-11 stuff. Wow. They went and they talked about uh, the, the bridge in Pittsburgh that he lies about. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was there that day and watched the bridge fall. Right, right. If you remember correctly. They talked about Ange and the Amtrak story. They <laughs> oh, talked wow. about being arrested at civil <laughs> rights protests. Jeez. They talked about... Um, uh, used to drive an 18-wheeler. They talked about him saying that he was at the Pittsburgh synagogue. He, they, I mean, My gosh. That's CNN. So many. They are coming. They want him. And by the way, so on brand for this Marxist administration yesterday to, on the 22nd anniversary of Islamic terrorists taking down buildings in America, killing up to 3,000 people, mm -hmm. that day... That day, the Biden administration has to announce a deal with a terrorist regime oh, right. in Iran yeah. of, of a hostage swap yep. and $6, six billion, billion dollars being freed up for Iranians mm -hmm. for that government. And, uh, oh, there's a tweet about uh, cooperation with Saudi Arabia. I, mm. And you know that it's was amazing. intentional by these Marxists. It's crazy. Oh, so maddening. It's crazy. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you. Uh, take a minute. Tell you about uh, iTarget Pro. There's a lot to be nervous about right now. Open social media or turn on the news, and all you see is crime and social societal de decay. A lot of people just run out and buy a gun, and then it sits in a safe. If there's ever an emergency, they're not going to be prepared. And they run the risk of hurting themselves or others. So there's no way around it. You need to train, and you need to train often. Unfortunately, it's time-consuming to go to the range, assuming there's even one nearby, and it's expensive. I mean, ammo prices alone are just are through the roof right now. iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home. Just download the iTarget Pro app, load your caliber-specific laser bullet into your firearm, and start training. Practice alone, compete with friends, or... Use it to safely train friends and family who are new to firearms. Go to itargetpro.com. Get 10% off at checkout when you use the offer code PAT. This is the smartest and safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust dry fire training as part of their regimen. Get yours today. That's the letter I, then targetpro.com. itargetpro.com. Offer code PAT. Unleashed. All good. Yesterday, good news. The FDA approved the new COVID booster shot. Oh, it's about time. <laughs> Yay! About time. Been waiting for this one. Oh, man. This yeah. is the one where yeah, I'm yeah. like, yes. Finally. Now I'm doing this. Finally. It will be available to, to Americans by next week. Finally, man, we've been excited about this for how long? Can I get some? Can can will we get paid if we go and uh, get the shot? Because I know some companies were were saying, "Hey, remember mm -hmm. back in the day, you can get yeah. the vaccine. We'll pay you for the day." Yeah, right. Yeah. So let's uh, see about that. Yeah. I just want the free donut. Have to look into that. Yeah. Do you get a free donut too? You did last time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Donut ice Shop cream. Shop around. See I, where I the best them deal is. Bribing us with all kinds of different things. Money, yeah. gift cards. Money, yeah, money. Burgers, uh, donuts, ice cream, burgers, 
mm-hmm. a new car. Hey, it, it <laughs> we'll worked. give you a car it if worked. you just get the shot. It worked for Suarez. I gave that man a dollar and he sent me 20. That did come through. Oh, it did come. Oh, wow. Have we talked about that? Nice! Yeah. I don't through. think we have. Uh, so he did send you the $20 Well, okay. for $1. Hold on a second. Yeah. I got an email that I clicked on and gave uh-huh. my mailing address because I'm too old school for a digital Visa gift card. Oh. So so I technically oh, okay. don't have so it So you yet. don't have it in your possession. but I, I'm supposed to get it within three weeks. So if I don't have it by the end of this month, we're going to Miami, y'all. <laughs> Anyway, there you go. So, and he's done. He's not even in the race I anymore. I think I think he had an attorney or some 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 legal helper say, "Yeah, if you don't follow through with this, you're going to have another legal issue." Yeah, on that's your hands. election fraud, mm-hmm. my friend. Uh, so, Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Ladapo said during a press conference, "People should not receive the updated COVID nineteen booster vaccine." What? Wait, but with a free donut though. Remember. <laughs> Or is it ice cream? There's an ice cream. I don't know. Uh, There's been no clinical trial done in human beings showing that it benefits people, he said. Mm -hmm. That is so typical. I mean, can you believe it? (laughs) They're doing it again. Of course. That's the same thing we had last time. There was no clinical trial involving humans last time. And there's no clinical trial involving humans this time. You can't get it out that fast if you're doing clinical trials. It takes a while. To see if people are developing, you know, any sort of side effects. To see what happens to them after work. Does it work? <laughs> Does it work? Can we just get there? Jeez. There's been no clinical trial showing that it is a safe product for people. And not only that, but then there are a lot of red flags. Mm. However, uh, Lapato urged Floridians to make their own decisions based on their convictions. He suggested people make decisions based on their Resonance of truth instead of relying on very educated people telling you what you should think. When they try to convince you to be comfortable and agree with things that don't feel comfortable, that don't feel like things you should agree with, that's a sign, right? Mm-hmm. That's a gift, Lapato said. That's uh, very interesting and very true. And uh, I can't believe they're doing this again to us. I should believe it. Because this is how they operate. I wonder if this is the one that the tennis guy is going to finally get. <laughs> Djokovic? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After winning the U.S. Open, they, they let him finally play uh-huh. in America. And when he did, he won it. Mm-hmm. He won the tournament. Mm-hmm. Congrats. He's a hero, man. Yep. I mean, good for him for holding out. Yes, sir. That, that's a lot of money. I mean, what is the what does the winner of the U.S. Open get? Three, four million dollars? <sighs> So by having to skip it, not being able to participate, you're losing a lot of money. Um, but they let him into the country. He played and he won it. You know what's interesting too is that speaking of tennis, a lot of Americans are starting to rise to the top in the tennis world again. Oh. I mean, it's been a while. It's been since the I don't know what Andy Roddick days i think he was ranked number one in the world for a while before that it was pete sampras one of the greatest of all time andre agassi i mean if you go way back you got your jimmy connors and your john McEnroe's. but it's been a long time since americans have really been dominant on the world stage of of tennis uh but now we have we have two guys in the top 10 mm. which is kind of fun mm-hmm. Um, just looking here at the rankings. You got 
this uh, 19-year-old kid, Carlos Alcaraz, I think he's 20 now, who was number one, but Novak uh, Djokovic just replaced him because he won the U.S. Open. So he's number one now. But at number nine, uh, number eight is Taylor Fritz, who did pretty well in the Open. I think he made it to the quarterfinals, maybe. And then you've got, uh, let's see, Taylor Fritz is number eight. At number 11 is Francis Tiafo, another American. Then Tommy Paul at 13. Uh, you have another American, so three in the top 15. Somebody at number 32, Christopher Eubanks, Sebastian Corda, Corda at uh, 33, Mackenzie McDonald at 39. And then you go down to uh, Ben Shelton, who just made the semifinals at the U.S. Open. Uh, now, now because of that, he's in the top forty. So, okay, well, congratulations to yeah. our Americans. I don't know what happened to Riley Opelka, our friend. Uh, did he get injured or something? I think he did. Yeah, he was really good. He, he was seventeenth in the world, and now he's. I, I mean, he's like in the hundreds now. Yeah, because of his injury, and he can't play for a while. So, should should we revisit um, uh, Djokovic <clears throat> and what he said? Remember his interview with the BBC back in February of 2022? Let's do revisit that. Yeah, because uh, he had principle then and he still, he held on to it and, uh, and good for everyone him. came around to him. Incredible. But remember this pressure? I understand the consequences of my decision. <laughs> and one of the consequences of my decision was not going to Australia and I was prepared not to go. And I understand that not being vaccinated today I, you know, I'm unable to travel to most of the tournaments at the moment. And, and that's the price you're willing to pay? I, that, that is the price that I'm yeah. willing to pay. Ultimately, are you prepared to forego are you prepared? the chance to be the greatest player that ever picked up a racket, of course. statistically? Pause because it for a second. Feels- uh, you mean to, uh, to maintain my values? No, no, I'm not. I'm willing to sell out everything I am and believe in. If oh I, God. if it just means I'll be the best in the world or the best of all time. So yeah, I've got no principles. Right. <laughs> I've got no principles whatsoever. I'm willing to sell out. You bet. What a douchebag. Yeah, and leave it to a European journalist to be uh, stunned that yeah. someone would have principle. Yeah, check this what? out. He is stunned too, by the way. Let's see the rest of this. The chance to be the greatest chance. player that ever picked up a racket, right. statistically. Statistically. Because you feel so strongly about this jab. <laughs> yes. Yes! I love this guy. Pretty easy I answer. Do. But I as things stand, if this means that you miss the French Open, mm. is that a price you'd be willing to pay? Yes, that is the price that I'm willing to pay. And if it means He's... that you miss Wimbledon this year, again, that's a price you're willing to pay? Yes. What part of yes don't you get? Why, Novak? Why? <laughs> Why? Because the principles of uh, decision making on my uh, body right? are more important than any title. Thank Good you. for you, man. Else. That's I, amazing. I'm, I'm trying to be in tune with my body um, mm-hmm. as much as I possibly can. Yeah. Oh, and I've, I've seen too many athletes. Uh, we talked about the fact that there was over there were over 700 at one point oh, who had keeled over. Many of them died. Some of them just passed out, had cardiac events, survived it. But many have just dropped to the ground or to a floor for no apparent reason when they're some of the most in-shape people in the world. No, I've been reading articles that yeah, said they're that all that's dehydrated. totally that's normal. Yeah, and it's totally been happening normal. forever. Sure. You just didn't know about it. 
Yeah, that's oh, what I've heard. Is it climate change? Is oh, that what it is? I've oh. heard it's climate change. Or it's, or climate it's, climate. Change. it's either it's either been happening or it's climate change <laughs> that is now causing it. Well, yes. it's one of those two. But like seriously, it's nothing new that is uh, explainable with people from the same side of the aisle mm-hmm. want you to believe that either a this has been happening mm-hmm. forever or no, it's just happening now because of global warming. Right. Like it's just, yeah. Yep. You can't talk to these people. I mean. He, the guy had already missed the Australian Open. He had already missed the the I think the previous U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd been denied going to major tournaments and winning millions of dollars. He just won three million over the weekend for winning the U.S. Open. Three million dollars. Uh, and so he'd been turning down the opportunity to make millions because of his principle. Why? His no, why? Um, you ever heard of my body, my choice? <laughs> You ever heard of that? And the guy got COVID a couple of times, I believe. Uh-huh. I think twice. And so he's got the antibodies. He doesn't need to get the vaccine, and everybody knows it. Your actual natural immunity is so much better than than the vaccine is without the side effect possibility. Even if you're not sure about the side effects. Okay, fine. But you don't need to take a chance when you've got your natural immunity. It works better. And we don't even know. And this now they're going to do it again to us. Now they're doing it again. Another vaccine that has not been through human trials. We don't know what's going to happen to your body afterwards. We're just going to roll the dice and see if it's okay. And if it stops if it stops the virus any better than the first time around. Which, you know it's not going to. It's not going to. Pathetic. By the way, this really uh, tennis guy, you guys got me really doing some reaching on him. His net worth is $240 million. Yeah, he's made a lot of money. Made a lot of money. He can lay out of a He few can tournaments. lay out. <laughs> I know. That's true. But here's the thing, though, Chris. He has to pay for his own travel. What? Right? No yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, so that 340, yeah. I mean, 240 is going to It's probably deplete. more like $220 million after mm. travel expenses. <laughs> wow. How is he traveling? I don't know. I don't coach. know. Coach. Definitely coach <laughs> well, on he, spirit. He spends a lot of money yeah, on travel. Yeah. You know he's going first class. He stays at the best hotels. He eats. Okay, so maybe it's, what do you think, a year? A million a year on travel? I mean, I don't know. He's 36 now. He's been doing this since... 20 maybe so 16 years i don't know do the math but anyway a good return of investment yeah if you only spend in one you get three (laughs) he's made a lot of money i mean if you're if you're one of the best in the world in tennis you're going to be a wealthy person no doubt about that so i mean i don't i i don't know that any of us are weeping over his not earning the three million for the australian open in the last u.s open but still, it's a it's an amazing thing. Who doesn't want to make three million dollars and become the best? Be considered the best of all time. Be sure that you teach your kids about heroes like him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it pays to stand on right. principle. By the way, uh, something funny that was going around yesterday is that uh, I guess the the best shot of the day in tennis mm-hmm. is sponsored by uh, Moderna. I'm not mistaken. It's like the Moderna what? shot of the day. No. And it was Djokovic? <laughs> yes, it yes. is. <laughs> so ironic. Mm-hmm. Hashtag we, put that in your pipe. Do we have the best shot of the day? No. I can Brought get it. to us by Moderna? <laughs> that's so amazing. <laughs> what are the odds? Seriously, that's great. <laughs> I mean, they've got plenty of money to burn. Yeah, they do.
Yeah, they made government, a little bit of cash. Government contracts will do that for you. Plus, masks are returning to certain parts of the country. Don't let them, y'all. Don't let them. Don't forget the madness. Uh, check this out. Mm-hmm. We can't forget this kind of stuff. It's a kid's grandma. Mm-hmm. Hug grandma through the plastic sheets. Are you for real? This was last time, right? Yeah, this is last time. I'm just saying, we're going to go back remember. to this stuff if you're not careful. Yeah. If you, you, you give them an inch, it. man. I mean, they're absolutely trying to make it happen again. I, they're just going to run into an awful lot of resistance this time. Well. I mean, people are already pissed. And they're already talking about it. Do not cave into this. Well, yeah, and you're Don't. right. Some parts of the country were more authoritarian than others. Yeah. As Gavin Newsom reminds us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I worry about democracy. I worry about the fetishness for autocracy that we're seeing, not just from Trump, uh, but around the world and notably across this country. Uh, Uh, I've made the point about DeSantis that I think he's functionally authoritarian. (laughs) He's functionally authoritarian because he allows people to do what they want, to go where they want, not to shut down their business. Who's the authoritarian here? Uh, Yeah, there's so much to that interview. I think he was probably talking about... uh, like the the school books and stuff I know, and all stuff, but I yeah, know. but 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 this is the governor Newsom mm-hmm. who allowed some school districts in California that said, "Oh, if you want to go to school, little kid, you better get the shot." Right. The guy who shut down businesses but allowed Hollywood to remain open. And let's go with the main point: oh. we're not a democracy. Let's not forget that. Write that one down. Yeah. That, that's there as well. <laughs> Gray Unleashed. Weird things going on. Massive wine spill in Portugal. I mean massive. To the point where the city... Uh, the little town that this happened in, in Portugal, was the streets were flooded with wine. Um, you you got to look it up and check out the video um, because the street is uh, overflowing with 600,000 gallons oh, man. of wine. Uh <laughs> Wow, is that bizarre. Wow. Some kind of spill in mm-hmm. the uh, distillery. And fortunately, it doesn't look like there were injuries. Oh, that's good. That's uh, different than what that reminded me of was the Great Molasses Flood of 1919 in Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> what? The Great, the Great Molasses, Molasses Flood? Flood? Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, I'm unfamiliar with the Great Molasses Flood. of. Oh, well, see, Calvin Coolidge had been governor of Massachusetts for less than two weeks. Okay. And this big, you know, molasses place mm-hmm. like like the the seams busted open and just molasses flooded Flood. everywhere yeah i'm looking this up looking it, it up this okay can, this cannot have happened and 20 something people died uh oh my gosh it was a night 21 people 21 people january 15th 19, 1919 mm-hmm. in the north end neighborhood of boston uh a molasses tank exploded yeah. Dumping 2.3 million gallons of molasses. That seems like a lot. 21 people drowned in molasses. What a way to go, huh? Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, that's crazy. I think it was like, uh, maybe wrong. Wow. On how hot it was. Uh, it was. It was apparently well. The molasses was warm. I know that they had okay. just dropped off a huge delivery of warm molasses, which yeah. mixed with the cold molasses. Right, that's what it was. And that caused the tank to explode. Yeah, and uh, I, I believe oh, that for decades, gosh. the city still... The residents sm- claim that you could still smell molasses decades later. When it got hot. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That is unbelievable. History's And fun. it's not funny. It, no. Is it too soon to, Wait. to talk about the uh, the 21 people who died from molasses? What's the, what's the cooling off period? <laughs> On molasses. I don't. Yeah. And molasses, 2.3 million gallons yeah, I think, of it. I think in Boston, I think there's like still Unreal. A, a placard, like a memorial today. Well, that's a huge disaster. That is huge. Yeah. Global, global warming. Global warming did that. Global warming Because see, that. the molasses wouldn't have been nearly as warm. No, it wouldn't have. Uh, not without global warming. Mm. Can you still smell the molasses so. today? I don't, think, I don't so. think you can think. still smell the molasses in the north end of Boston. I don't know if somebody lives in the north end. Call us and let us know. Do you on hot summer days? Do you smell molasses? <laughs> I it's, mean, that wouldn't be terribly unpleasant. It's better than burning better than pig. burned pig. Like yes. I used to smell in Billings, Montana, all the time because uh, there was a pig processing plant, pork uh. pork plant, uh, where they you know they burn the skin off the the hair uh. off the pigs and oh that would be worse than oh uh, my gosh it was nasty living south of Holy the paper cow. mill up there near rome georgia yeah the wind would paper blow mill, the smell northwest that. yeah yeah blow into marietta some days you know then there was in salt lake city there was the smell of rotting brine shrimp um oh. from the shores of the great salt lake uh that occasionally when the winds would be blowing from the north to the south mm-hmm. oof, that was nasty or any number of feedlots mm-hmm. scattered throughout the state of nebraska uh sure that wouldn't be pleasant. But molasses, I would think that'd be a fairly pleasant smell, right? Sweet. Sweet. I guess. If it's not in your lungs. Yeah. You don't, you don't necessarily want to be smelling that all the time. But, man, 21 people drowned in molasses in the United States of America. Hard to believe. Not a good way to go. So weird. Yeah. Today, that would be attributed to global warming. Sure. Climate change. Yeah, today's containers just can't handle... <laughs> Right, the, the warming here. planet. It's warming up everything, including the molasses tanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Did you the talk r- about the volcano in Hawaii? No, is there there was another yeah, eruption? Was eruption, in, yeah, in was Hawaii. It, what was it? Which volcano do uh, we know? Kilaua? Yeah, Kilaua. I've been worried yeah. about that for a long time. Was it, was it ash or was it, it lava everything. Yeah, everything. Everything. Oh, wow. And then you got the Morocco earthquake? Yeah, geez, that's tragic. Three you, or about three thousand and counting. And then you got Eastern Libya flooded. Where, where in Libya? Uh, Eastern Libya, so Derna, Libya. Yeah. Is is Libya and Libya are those the same things? <laughs> no, those are two different things. Two different cousins. Are you mocking his? No, I'm just I'm, for clarification for for uh, the audience. Okay. By the way, more than five thousand <laughs> people are missing in Libya. Yep. Oh my gosh, jeez. And fifteen hundred bodies were recovered from this flooding Already. storm, Daniel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got any more God. natural disasters you could throw at us here? Wow. I mean, well, and uh, my gosh, climate change. You know, there'll probably be more <sighs> every day now because this never happened before. This is unprecedented. It's unprecedented. Never before have these things happened. Well, except for the Great Molasses Flood of nineteen nineteen, that did happen. That happened. Yeah, it happened.
what are you going to do? So. Uh, you're going to drown, is what you're going to do. Show up with you're... a plate full of pancakes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Say, hey, I heard, I heard y'all were... Heard you had a molasses spill. You need... Free molasses you for need... everybody. You need a, cl- a cleanup crew. Well, me and my boy Jeffy are here. How would you clean up that sticky mess? 2.3 million gallons of molasses can't be, especially in 1919. That's not easy to clean. Boy. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Uh, that's Wait, crazy. Hope, hope for rain? Let's see. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, it yeah. went through. Get this. Here's another amazing statistic. It rushed through the streets of Boston at an estimated 35 miles an hour. 35 miles per hour, yep. Mm-hmm. By definition, molasses is slow. And yet, 35 miles an hour, it's going through the streets. There's no, no escape from that. So on the great molasses Jeez. flood, you asked how they cleaned it up. Yeah. And, and it was impossible. But then the workers realized that um, <coughs> salt water breaks down molasses. So then they started oh. pumping in water from Boston Harbor. Really? Yeah, that's, that's how they true? got that out. Yeah. Wow. They don't make stuff up. That's amazing. Not when it's history that even gets remotely close to Calvin Coolidge. <laughs> that's amazing. Your, your love, mm. your fetish for fetish. Calvin Coolidge, if you will, Sir. has led to some interesting stuff, though. That's how I found you out know? about the Great Molasses Flood. That's great. Jeez, yep. and it's uh, like the huge explosion. The uh, I think it was World War One, and we've talked about this before, where Nazi or German spies blew up part of New York. Remember right? that? Yeah, it's yeah. one of the largest explosions of all time. Uh, I mean, you find out some amazing things that nobody knows about when you look into this. You just got to read. Yeah, I, I, I know. Read. I know. It's it's. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's inconvenient to open books anymore. <laughs> It is. Yeah, it is. But give it a shot. Try it sometime. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ashamed because I don't read nearly as much as I used to. So I need to get back in that habit. Well, you know what? Can you make a commitment to us today to read at least one book a week? Oh, hell no. For the rest of I'm the year. Yes. Slow Come reader. On. Wow. Okay. I'm slow disappointed reader. in you then. Uh, a Virginia mom is suing a school district claiming staff kept her daughter, Sage Blair's transition to male. A secret before the runaway teen was kidnapped, raped, and trafficked across state lines. Oh, my. <sighs> so sad. The mother of a teenage girl who was bullied in school and eventually sex trafficked is suing her daughter's school district for withholding the information that the teenage student was identifying as a male at school. Uh, I hope she owns this school district after this trial is concluded. This is the only way to stop it. Hit them where they live, and that's in their federal funds. And if you have to pay this woman millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars because of this, then maybe people will think twice before they don't notify parents after this. You remember the dad that showed up at the school board meeting because he couldn't get a satisfactory answer from the school where a... Uh, About his daughter being raped? The daughter was raped by a boy that pretended to be a girl. Right. And uh, but that doesn't happen, Keith. No. Well, except it did already. And so the it's school several times. Not only did did it happen, but then the school hid the fact that it happened, mm-hmm. and then transferred that uh, student who was mm-hmm. a dude pretending to be a girl to another school. And then that happened over and there it as happened well. There. Another rape as well. Right. Because and, when he realized he could get away with it, he just kept doing it. And so Governor Yunkin uh, has pardoned the dad, <laughs> Scott Smith. Thank goodness. So that is uh, that's great news. Good, 
story there. I mean, I'm very sorry that this happened to those girls. My gosh, I cannot imagine this. <sighs> so this mom filed a lawsuit against the Appomattox County School Board and district staff in addition to a Baltimore public defender for actions that she alleged deprived her of properly parenting her child. Blair now claims that her daughter was severely bullied in high school. I I thought the kids were all accepting of this. I thought this was a wonderful Mm. thing and a great transition and everybody's supportive. And we're all inclusive now and diverse and we love diversity. Diversity is our biggest strength. It powers our society, this diversity does. Apparently, these kids haven't been notified of that. Um, so the school was aware of the bullying, mm-hmm. but the mom alleges that the school district withheld the information about why the bullying was happening. Well, I mean, it, really, the school uh, basically embraced her wanting to be mm-hmm. have a different identity. Mm-hmm. If they had oh, they just, love that. Right. If they had just they stopped that, then the kids wouldn't be bullying her. In theory, right? In theory. Instead of just saying, yeah, absolutely. And they gave her like a new name badge with some dude name on it. Jeez. I mean, they totally... And they, they kept it, obviously, from the mom. It's just... They are done. So it was both verbal and physical assaults at school, but also included a constant barrage of threats of rape by the male classmates. Despite this, the school encouraged her to use the boys' bathroom. <sighs> Behind the mom's back. Blair previously informed the school that her daughter had a history of mental health issues, including depression, eating disorders, self-harm, hallucinations. Oh, geez. Even with all that information, however, the school opted to pursue a social transition for Sage behind the back of her parents. And so this is what happened. The 14-year-old was allowed to change her name to Draco at school. A little Harry Potter influence there, perhaps? Oh, yeah, yeah. Her parents eventually uncovered details of the situation only when they found a hall pass in Draco's name. According to the Child and Parent Rights Campaign, who filed the lawsuit on behalf of the mom, the school's decision to withhold information about Sage's gender identity deprived Blair of her ability to exercise her fundamental parental rights. Yeah. I'd say so. They love doing that stuff behind the backs of parents. Yeah, school officials were encouraging her to use the boys' bathroom even though they knew she was being threatened with sexual assault. So she perceived herself that she wasn't safe and she ran away from home. She ran into the arms of a waiting pedophile who encountered her, raped her, trafficked her with two other men and took her across state lines to Washington, D.C., and then ultimately into Maryland. In Maryland, she was eventually tracked down and rescued by FBI agents, uh, which is where her nightmare journey should have ended. However, the Baltimore juvenile court system assumed custody of the adolescent at the instruction of an area public defender. Oh, boy. The parents uh, were not sufficiently affirming, according to the public defender. They weren't sufficiently affirming of her new identity. And according to the suit, fabricated a story of abuse and neglect by the parents that convinced a judge uh, to keep her in custody. Now, again, they weren't notified. All of this was kept from the parents. How could they have been affirming? (sighs) Even if they didn't want to be. Uh, they, yeah. they couldn't be because they weren't notified. 
it, didn't know what was going on. And I think that eventually mm. the state puts her in an all boys uh, juvenile facility oh my where gosh. she is again attacked and assaulted, bullied, raped. Yep. It's just horrific. How are we looking the other way and just going along with this insanity? How is this happening to people who should have some sort of reasoning power? We should have some common sense about this stuff, but nope. Yeah, well, it's diversity and inclusion above all. They told us uh, they're coming for your children. And, and they sure are. Ta-da! And Congratulations. In fact, uh, Libs of TikTok point, uh, posted mm. late last week they were at like an Arizona nursing <laughs> school or something. Mm-hmm. And they said, you need to start asking questions of kids. Like if they feel like a different sex, you know, you start asking mm. them at age three. Oh my God. Age three. It's appropriate oh to gosh. say, Hey, do you think hey, I, you might be a boy? Yeah. You might be a boy. Or maybe you're you a little girl. Yeah. Mm, okay. They're yeah, coming well, for your three, show. you know, you know, if you don't know by three, you should, you should have probably been aborted. You know wow. what I mean? Okay. If you don't know by three. All right. Yeah, you <laughs> I mean, should actually have your whole life planned out by age three, don't oh, you think? Oh, easily. Yes, easily. Like what kind of career you want. And if a mistake was made in your gender assignment at uh-huh. birth, it should absolutely be corrected by three years old. Yeah. Don't you agree? And if you haven't decided. Yeah, it's just common sense. And let's just say Am you I right? happen to be a school child in Burbank, California. Uh-huh. Then, then you're going to want to show up on the day that the mayor comes in and gets spanked in front of you <laughs> by a drag queen. <laughs> That's a weird example. Just out of the blue like that, out of the stinking clear blue sky. Yeah. Huh. And, and, and again, <laughs> since we're going to live in the hypothetical world. Let's, yeah. you know, maybe go back and, and check some of the mayor of Burbank's tweets and see, oh my gosh, this dude's probably a pedophile. Oh, but geez. anyway, whatever. It's America, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't yeah, feel, yeah. I mean, this is a yeah. land of the free. And Are you kink shaming over there? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Getting spanked wow. by a drag queen in front of children. Yeah. I'm going to shame that one, Chris. You're going to kink shame. Kink shame. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, though. State of California, <laughs> the first state in the union to now have an official transgender pride month. So, oh, what, what month so is that? Hell, I don't know. They just passed Trans- it. Is it it's all not, over? I hope it doesn't correspond with June, which is LGBTQ pride month. You don't want them to overlap at all. So it's got to be a completely separate month. Wow, they're making them wait all the way till next August before they can start doing oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah, August, because we have mm. a list of important dates uh, I keep in the cabinet over there. And I think August was the only one that was devoid of like a fun day where we get to celebrate kinks. Well, not anymore stuff. in right. California. So mm. there you go. California huh. found when an opening. When will kink pride month be? Oh, that's, that's December. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, I don't. I'm not asking why it's December. Don't answer it. Because you get gifts. There we go. <laughs> I said don't answer it. I literally said. Well, he don't chose to anyway. It. He gave you more information than you, you even sought. Gifts. That's great. No more follow-ups. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. So I mean, heaven help us. The state please, of the nation please, is please, healthy, please. right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Our president's healthy. The nation is healthy. Everything's good. <laughs> when you're part of a team. That's right. That's weird that I have all these little trans notes, and then somehow a Michelle Obama story got in this stack. I don't. Oh, that's weird. I don't know Big how Mike. that. I don't know how that happened. Big weird. Mike. Big Mike. <laughs> it's amazing how I'd never really. I don't think really? I'd ever heard that wow. whole theory before, and now I'm wow. seeing it everywhere all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Google Michelle Obama in a dress pics.
<laughs> or, or don't. Or Actually, don't. do not. Or don't. If do you don't, not. If you don't want to throw up in your mouth a little bit. Mm. All right, more <laughs> coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. is here on the Blaze mm. Radio Network. Uh, some tweets for you. Hogasm tweets. Living between a pig farm and a paper mill has its disadvantages, but on the bright side, you always know which way the wind is blowing. So that's that's important to note. A little, <laughs> little bright side detail there. Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. Sean's molasses's smell in Boston smells better than the human excrement Smell in San Francisco. Well, I'm guessing that's true. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. Uh, are, is that confirmed? Then do we know that for a fact? Let's, Let's fact, fact check, check that. Yeah, get back to us. Uh, we'll see. Lone Wolf 2965 uh, tweets, Why would today's youth be interested in reading about German saboteurs blowing up part of New York during World War One? But the books don't even identify the saboteurs' preferred pronouns. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Gotta go rewrite history. Oh, wait, we already are. <laughs> if you don't care about their preferred pronouns, though, I don't want to know about it. Uh, also, Micah 6-8. Micah 6-8. Uh, it's a horrible... We should look that up and see what that is. Micah 6-8. I'm afraid to. Uh, it's a horrible tragedy that Scott Smith needed to be pardoned at all. The fact that this got to that point yeah. is embarrassing. Yeah, and if you still had a Democrat governor of Virginia, Scott Smith would be getting ready for trial. Mm. Mm-hmm. You ready for Micah 6 8? Yeah, uh, I see it here. Micah 6 8. What is it? He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. It's good. All right. All right. I was a little bit nervous, you know? We've been enriched. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe's labored pauses. Pat, how this is happening is pretty obvious. Abandonment of God leads to the adoption of idols and demons. Personally, I'm ready to walk through the desert if it gets me away from this demonic society. It's really true. We, and we have talked about that. The, the nation turning to God again, you know, having maybe a, an awakening in this country, a spiritual awakening. It's absolutely critical. But where's this desert? Absolutely critical. Where's the desert he's talking about? Is it is there air conditioning again? Because no, as an American, no used to my creature comforts. You're not gonna. Yeah. I'm not walking through the desert without, without air conditioning. At least a really big fan. <laughs> uh, by the way, Hillary's going to be here in about half an hour. Oh right. We'll be talking to her about the UFC situation. Got a new champ. This new champion. <laughs> His name is Strickland, I think. Right. Uh-huh. He's from America, and uh, he's got Strickland. some interesting things to say about America. Okay. We'll Uh, First, let me tell you about the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. If you've got odors in your home that are much worse than, like, say, a molasses flood odor decades down the road, (laughs) you can get rid of it with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking or cigarette smoke or litter boxes, trash cans, all of those things. Thunderstorm starts working in seconds to clear a room of any odor. And there's no costly filters, uh, no maintenance to be done on it. That's a that's a big <clears throat> selling point because it's huge for me. It, once you I forget about changing the filter, then it just becomes pointless. Exactly. Um, but this works on 
This is the little unit right here. It works on O3 molecule technology. You just plug it in and turn it on. Mm. And you never have to worry about replacing filters. There aren't any. It has a better technology than that. And right now, you can save big. Got a great deal this week for you on the thunderstorms. Right now, save $200 on three thunderstorms and uh, get three rooms in your whole house completely uh, smell-free. Three units under $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Enter the promo code PAT. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAT. And shipping is free. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. So people are pushing back on the New Mexico governor's banning of guns in Albuquerque. Apparently you can't carry with or without a concealed weapons carry. So if you you have a concealed weapons permit, doesn't matter. Can't carry your weapon. Wait, what? Get out my face. Democrat Congressman Ted Lieu tweeted this out. Uh, I support gun safety laws. However, this is from a Democrat. Mm -hmm. This order from the governor of New Mexico violates the U.S. Constitution. Thank you. Since when do Democrats care about that? Apparently there's a couple left that do, that actually do. Huh. No state in the union can, can suspend the federal constitution. There's no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the U.S. Okay. Constitution. Bookmark that tweet from nice. Ted Lou because when they try this crap with climate change, yeah. they're going to need that tweet. Oh, and they're going to. Oh, they're hell-bent yes. to do that. Uh, that's why uh, Joe Biden keeps alluding to it. Mm-hmm. And just do you remember that, Ted Lou? because, <clears throat> yeah, your party's going to try to do this. Yep. So how did the, did the governor well, the governor responded, responded, yeah. Totally enjoyed it, right? Hey, Ted, conceal and open carry are state laws that I have jurisdiction over. Mm-hmm. No, your jurisdiction doesn't supersede the U.S. Constitution, is what he's trying to tell you, Putin. Why can't you understand that? And she does. She just doesn't care. If you're really interested in helping curb gun violence, I'd welcome you to join our next police academy class. Oh, shut up. Idiot. You Karen. bad. She is really bad. Uh, The Bernalillo County Sheriff in New Mexico also pushed back on the governor at a press conference. Uh, This happened yesterday. Check this out. Let me be clear. I hold my standards high, and I do not or never will hedge on what is right. And I take my oath seriously. In reference to concealed carry and open carry, the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office will not enforce this segment of the order. Oh, nice. Well, I understand the urgency, the temporary ban challenges the foundations of our Constitution, but most importantly, it is unconstitutional. Yep. My oath was to protect the Constitution, and that is what I will do. Okay. Mm, good. Good for you. Good. Love that. What's the story here that this uh, New Mexico governor had to pay $62,500 to a former staffer in a sexual harassment settlement? Yes, she did. So, what? I'm just catching really? up on this here. And uh, Interesting. Something happened huh. where she poured water on this male staffer's crotch and slapped <laughs> it through his pants? Uh, okay. Who among us? <laughs> Who among us? Thank you for the Jeffy question there, Chris. What in the world? It's a good point. Who among us? So she paid him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I, 
Anyway, congratulations, New Mexico. You got a winner in the governor's mansion there. Yeah, she's that's, great. That's for she's sure. She's awesome. Uh, then we have this uh, Washington Post reporter was on, uh, well, his name is Philip Bump. He was on the Comedy Cellar podcast, and they weren't really doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what is this? This this, is, this just kind of shows you what, why... Why no progress is being made yeah. in the mainstream media. They don't care. Yeah. They, um, don't, they don't acknowledge it. They don't, a lot of times they don't know about it. If it's related to Joe or Hunter Biden, absolutely. Yeah, Although, they don't want to know. Uh, breaking news this morning, McCarthy says that um, like this week they're going to mm-hmm. do something with impeachment. Kevin McCarthy said that? Yeah. Let's see. I just saw huh. a little blurb on my phone and then... Uh, let's see. McCarthy to greenlight Biden impeachment this week. Wow. Okay. Well, let's get it going. Okay. Let's see it. Uh, but here was the Washington Post reporter being, uh, being, I guess his feet are being held to the fire a little bit on, hey, what about this Biden thing? Why aren't you pursuing it? Shouldn't you be pursuing it? Check this out. <laughs> hey, do you t- what do you take from the text message to his adult daughter? Uh, hundreds of texts. Oh. I have to give fifty percent of my income to Pop. I have no idea what that means. I don't. I Pause no it for a second. Plus, it's. I'm sorry. <sighs> you have no idea what that means. What are you for? <sighs> okay. Well, <sighs> let's. Okay. So let's just do this then. Let's say you don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Are you a reporter? Oh wait. Oh no, you are a reporter. Yeah. Maybe you should look into what it means. Oh my no. gosh. Do you right. ask questions? Incredible. Watch the rest of this. It's amazing. It's it's. It, I know it's circumstantial evidence, and you prefer that. No. What what, what could it I, be? I have no idea. But doesn't it? I don't know. No idea. I appreciate your. Has, I don't anybody, know. has anybody asked her? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't you think somebody should ask her? <laughs> okay. Like I, I'm not. I just said I don't know, and I don't know what to make of it. So I have nothing yeah, but, to say you, about it. Yeah, what but do, doesn't what do you it, want me to say? Yeah, but you say there's no evidence, no evidence. But then there's a text message <laughs> where he says, "I give Pop fifty percent of my money." Uh. That's that's evidence. Okay. Well, what? Okay, fine, fine. Mm-hmm. So fine, fine. I appreciate you having me on. It doesn't. It, that something like <laughs> oh, that. Jeez. Who do you think is being more? I, I listen to that. And I'm saying. Am okay, I? Am I? Okay, what, you, you can free you, to I go. Think, I feel you want me to leave, like just walk out in the middle of this you because that way you can. You, like, can, you can go. Right. Is this a standard? Really? This is the way the Washington Post handles people who disagree yeah, when with I, them. Yeah, when I agree to be on for uh-huh. 45 minutes, go, go, and then go. I get on for an hour and 15. Yeah, go, that after a while go, I go. Go. Thanks for having. Me. Go, go. Yeah. Nice. Wow. It's like anybody remember um this was a while ago but maybe you've seen the reruns like i have because i was way too young to really know this Mm. in its first run hogan's heroes sergeant schultz uh on hogan's heroes he was a nice guy who didn't want to enforce rules so when he saw the americans in the camp doing something that they weren't supposed to do i know nothing (laughs) i see nothing that's what this guy's doing. I mean, that, I know nothing. He's effectively every journalist on the left. Yeah, and, they know. don't want to know. They don't want to know. <sighs> now, if it's Donald Trump, oh my gosh, they're bulldogs oh. on this thing. Wait, you have a P tape? Oh, yeah, right. Oh, oh yes, send it to me. Oh, you don't have it? I'll still write a story on it <laughs> and claim I have evidence of it. <sighs> it's incredible. They Just don't absolutely. care. They don't care, and. And I'm surprised, though, that he apparently hasn't gotten the memo the way CNN and uh, NBC and a couple of others here lately, New York Times, mm-hmm. I've gotten the memo that mm-hmm. he ain't your horse in 2024, y'all. He ain't your horse. Yeah, the guy is is compromised. Mentally, physically, he's just compromised. Um, You know, so badly that the former White House physician, Ronnie Jackson, 
He was, by the way, a physician to Barack Obama. He's calling for the resignation of Joe Biden. He's like, why don't we invoke the 25th Amendment here? <laughs> this guy is not fit for office. Uh, he said, where are the people in our academic medicine that were out there calling for President Trump to have a cognitive test? Where are these people? Yeah. There's something seriously going on with this man right now. He's either going to resign, they're going to convince him to resign from office at some point in the near future for medical issues, or they're going to have to use the 25th Amendment to get rid of this man right now. There's some serious stuff going on right now. From a physician, thank you for being honest about this. Thank you for realizing that this is crucial. He said, this is a national security issue at this point. It really is. Biden doesn't know what's going on with Ukraine. He doesn't know what's going on with anything. He's not cognitively capable of leading. He needs to resign before our country suffers anymore. He looks tired. He looks weak. He looks confused. He's incoherent. And it sends a message of weakness all over the world. And they're seizing up on that. These aren't gaffes. He said about the mental lapses. This is something much more serious. Mm -hmm. Nice to see a physician uh, actually noticing this. Yeah, he's now a congressman, I believe. Yes. North Texas. Yeah. He said the whole country is seeing his mental cognitive issues on display for over a year now. Well, way over the year. (laughs) Come on. And there's really no question in most people's minds that there's something going on with him that he's not cognitively the same as he used to be and, in my mind, not fit to be our president right now. Every time he gets up and talks to the American people, it's not just the American people that are watching him. It's the whole world, and that's part of what the problem here is. He's got 40 years of tape. You can go back and look at this man. So it's not like we don't have anything to compare it to. How many times have we made that observation when we play a really old mm-hmm. clip of him, like from the 90s or early 2000s? It's like, uh, what? I mean, this guy at one point could actually get through a thought at least. You can go back and look. He's always made gaffes. He's always made missteps, but never like this. This is something different. These aren't gaffes. This is something much more serious. Yep. And it just keeps going. Just keeps going. Don't worry about it. He's fine. We're fine. In fact, it's really hard to keep up with this guy. He's so spry and has such mental acuity. Nothing to worry about here. Nothing to see. Move along. (laughs) The 20-year-olds in in the White House, the interns, they can't keep up with this guy. He's never looked at... When we have that paid uh, minion, Harry, Harry Sisson, I think, He's spry. He's completely healthy. Watch him. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what he said to us, too. And we have. <laughs> and we continue to. And what we see is not good. Not I ain't good. seen nothing yet. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. Gross. Uh, all right. You get the feeling that something bad is going to happen soon? Because I do. Uh, between the distractions and smoke screens and the media, we might not see it coming, though. That's why it's smart to invest in emergency food right away. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Go to my website, 
preparewithpat.com and you'll save $200 on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Uh, that's a great starting point because through any disaster, three months, that should be enough to get you through it. Uh, if not, then we're in a lot more trouble than uh, we ever dreamed. Um, but they do have your supply of available and you might want to work up to that. If you can afford it, just do it now. Just do it. And also in these meals, they're really delicious. They they take really great care in not in in not just settling for filling up your stomach. It tastes great. Stock up before panic sets in, because when panic sets in, you know, there's gonna be shortages. Free shipping is automatic, and your order ships really fast. Go to preparewithpat.com. That's preparewithpat.com. God save the queen, man. Pat Gray unleashed. Missed an episode? Catch up anytime, anywhere podcasts are found. Pat Gray will be right back. Overtime today, we got to get into the uh, football situation, especially last night. Wow. The Jets-Bills game. Wow. Oh, my lot there oh my <laughs> after all the hoopla after all of the ups and downs of the offseason mm. and you know Aaron Rodgers going from the Packers to the Jets on the fourth play he's probably done for the year Ugh. oh man just hate it for him in steps Zach Wilson mm-hmm. to save the day we'll get into that later on um but Really exciting. So where do we stand, uh, by the way, on Vivek Ramaswamy? Any oh. any movement on that? Huh. Um, because... Vivek as in avoiding us? <laughs> is that, is that, does that rhyme? <laughs> no. Well, if you include the Ramaswamy, it does. Vivek Ramaswamy, uh-huh. that is avoiding us. Okay. Yeah. All right, well. Yeah, I, I don't go. know what to do. It's so frustrating. For one thing, because I'm not even big into interviews. It's really rare... Yeah. What I want to have a guest on. So now that I really want to talk to him, we can't seem to get him interested. Well, uh, frankly, I don't get it. You know, speaking of, because you don't like doing a lot of interviews, um, you're looking forward to tomorrow's interview that uh, hopefully the audience, if you have questions for an FBI whistleblower, okay. please send them our way. You can tag us uh, on Twitter mm-hmm. at Keith Malinak, at Real Chris Cruz, at Pat Unleashed. Because it's going to be an interesting conversation. Oh, I'm just hearing in my ear from Chris that we've got Vivek on the line. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what? Is, how about that? Uh, Vivek, welcome to the show. I mean, better late than never. You know what I mean? Listen, uh, let's clear up once and for all all the questions about you accepting a scholarship from George Soros's brother. What can you tell us about that situation? Vivek. <laughs> Hello. Wait. We're being told that the line is open. Line's open. Have we checked the phone today? Do we know it's working? No. Oh, did we? Oh, boy. Huh. Huh. Because I wanted him, you know, what about about the WEF thing? What was that all about? Yeah. Check the line again. Is it working? Do we? Huh. Huh. Weird. Oh, word. What is happening there? I don't know. It's really weird. You got any more questions for him over there? 
Yeah, I, you know, he's. I wanted to ask uh, about him being such a great public speaker. He's so good, in fact, that in some circles, it's almost become a liability to him. <laughs> Weirdly, there are people who think that he's too well spoken. So I, mm. you know, what what do you what wow, do you have to say about yeah, that, Vivek? Because you don't seem quite as well spoken this morning. Um, but good to hear some of the insects speaking out. Do we have time for me to ask uh, the candidate a question? Sure, yeah, go ahead. So, Vivek, uh, I'm just wondering where this change occurred, where you said that life begins uh, six weeks at the six-week mark, then yeah, that's a viable yeah. life. Okay. But then you've also said that it, life begins at conception. Uh I don't think that that's a that's like six weeks apart. There is it not? I mean, is that? Yeah. Can you clarify your stance on on life? Huh. Well. Huh. Okay. Hello. Okay. Wow. Well, and huh. Vivek, is it true that you want to change the Republican Party mascot from an elephant to an owl after this morning? Oh, I'll take that as a yes. Take that as a definite yes. Whew. Thanks for your time, man. I know that... Uh, busy schedule. We busy wasn't easy getting but thanks on. Thanks for making time, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's great. That's great. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, everybody. Good morning. You know, I would like to see Vivek and other candidates address uh, <laughs> that chart right there. That this we've one? Got. The cost, the of, cost living of living in America? Somebody sent this to me yesterday. It's terrifying, and it's so huh. accurate. I mean, this, oh gosh! So it's just basically shows it. the difference between wages and uh, housing over the years here. Okay. So there you see, we started in 1985. So they, they were pretty similar: uh, the average yep. rent price and the household income. Huh. And then look at that disparity. Oh my! Oh my! Wow. So the rent price in America uh-huh. keeps going up. Uh, Went down for a little while. Household income is trying to keep up, but not so much. That's the dot-com bubble era. All right. Yep. Look at that. So the household income, not nearly Is it going to go down, though? Because here comes 2008. And... Nope. Hey, kept hello. going up. Wait, whoa. Oh, cost of living go. keeps here, whoa, going up. Oh, it went down a little bit and then oh. back right back up. Uh, meanwhile, wages are So this is rent barely. versus household income. Red is rent, household income. Household Not income. Nearly keeping pace. Not quite. No. <laughs> there seems mm. to be a disparity there. Wow. Oh man. So Yeah, uh, but that's how well we're doing right now. That is how we are doing you know, well. We're doing really, really well. We're doing so well. Congratulations, that... America. You're doing well. <laughs> Help. <laughs> and don't let me hear you whining mm-hmm. about Who's having whining? it bad or not as good as when Trump was in office. You just don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. We've checked your finances. You're fine. Shut up. <laughs> That's that's what okay. they. That is what every Biden administration official is saying when they get on TV. Yep. You guys just don't realize that. I guess yeah. the president has to do a better job of explaining that things are actually better for you than you admit. We're just not saying it loud enough, I guess. You're all doing fine. Okay. Now, did that get through your thick, stinking skull? I hope so. Because mm-hmm. we're getting sick of you people. Hmm. <sighs> okay. Uh, coming up. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna talk to Hillary uh, Kennedy from the Four Minute Buzz, HillaryKennedy.com, just one L.
and uh, find out about the UFC action. We have a new UFC champion, and he's quite a colorful guy. <laughs> quite colorful. Get to that next. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Uh, we are joined this morning by Hillary Kennedy of the 4-Minute Buzz, HillaryKennedy.com, just one L. And uh, she doesn't waste consonants like some people in this building do. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, so you're a huge UFC follower. I am. And over the weekend, there was another UFC, what, 3,286 <laughs> or whatever it was. This was UFC 293, 293 in Sydney, Australia. And I like to bring you guys the stuff that really, really captures the attention of everybody, even if you aren't Mm. a UFC fan. And this was Mm -hmm. one of those fights. Yeah, it was. Sean Strickland is a UFC fighter that, I'll be honest, I really hadn't followed. I'd seen a couple of interviews with him. He uses a lot of colorful language, which is not (laughs) really my thing. Colorful is a nice way to put it. Yes, and Mm. so I hadn't followed him that much. I mean, he's, he's had some good wins, but he's also had a couple losses. He just didn't seem all that exciting to me, Mm -hmm. but... On uh, on UFC 293 fight night, he was a seven to one underdog, and no one expected him oh. to beat Israel Adesanya, who is mm. one of the best fighters in the UFC, middleweight champion, amazing guy, and Strickland just mopped the floor with him. Wow! Mm. Nobody saw it coming. Was it, it was crazy. Really bloody. The way yeah, you like? I mean, Strickland didn't look like he'd even been in a fight. Oh, wow. Now, Adesanya didn't look wow. right. But Strickland didn't even have a mark on him, really. I mean, it was pretty insane. And during the, <laughs> the post-fight interview, he even said, like, Adesanya looked like an amateur. Like, this wasn't even worth my time, basically. I mean, it was <laughs> so wow. fascinating. I smell a rematch. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's what Dana White, Dana White was like, immediately, we got to see uh. these two face off again. Now, I don't know if that will happen right away. Yeah. But, um I think that people really underestimated, myself included, Strickland's defense. I mean, he was just blocking everything. Mm, mm. But I think we have a clip where he talks about what made him really happy being the champion. Okay. I actually don't know what does make me happy at times. <laughs> Sean, just down here, uh, I know just... I did like watching the blood splatter from his face, so that was kind of nice. Oh, that kind of made me a little happy. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, man, a, man after my own heart. Yeah, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> now you like him. Yeah. But he, uh, Adesanya didn't even do a post-fight interview. He sent his, his trainers and coaches wow. or whatever to go field all the questions. Is that normal? Interesting. No, usually yeah. they'll go in there, but also... Is that a lack of respect or his face was just so torn up? Uh, well, I think it may have been a lack of respect wow. because... After mm. the fight was over, you, you could see Adesanya talking to Strickland in the ring, mm. and I thought maybe he was giving him like congratulations or words mm-hmm. of encouragement, but it turns out Strickland said he was mad at him because Strickland had made fun of his dog, and oh, I guess his what? dog died, and he has a tattoo oh. of the dog on his neck, and <laughs> Strickland made fun of it or something. Oh, so anyway, he had major beef about the, uh, the dog situation, and then Strickland went on to say... That he had killed a dog. He wouldn't give a lot of detail. I mean, it was the worst. So this guy is something. He's else. A, he's a different cat. He is. He's and I think a lot of this stems from he had a really rough childhood, 
And so mm. someone asked him about it in the post fight interview, and we have a clip of him talking about that too. Okay. Oh no. Clips of you talking about kind of what growing up for you was like, Lord. and your your life was kind of put a little bit on, on show. To go from everything you've been through to now holding that belt that says you're the baddest man at middleweight yeah. on the planet, but what do you think about that? Yeah, and thank God for child abuse, right? Oh. Yeah, let's go childhood Jeez. traumas and repressed memories. You you, you really, you got me to where I needed to be, man. Like, Dad, you, you're awesome, man. All, all of the years of abuse, you really... <laughs> oh. You really made me the man I had to be today. <laughs> he gets a kick out of himself. Uh, that much is true. Credits childhood trauma was shocking UFC 293 title win. <sighs> so... Wow. I bet that went over well, huh? And yeah. he's talked about this mm. in interviews. He did an interview Jeez. with Joe Rogan, several other kind of big names, and he's talked in pretty graphic detail about the way he grew up. His dad was an alcoholic, used drugs, he suffered a lot of mm. mental and physical abuse, and apparently Strickland got kicked out of every school he ever attended. Wait, that guy? No. <laughs> yeah, I Hard to believe. I don't see that it, happening, right? yeah. I, man, he clearly... Wow. Um, uh, tries to hide behind the, the pain, you know, he puts a front up and laughs it off. But yeah, he, man, that, that I, that's some very sweet analysis there. Yeah, Keith. hurt for that guy. Giving him the benefit of the doubt, yeah. taking his wounds into account. I like that. That's what I do. I'm I a like sensitive that. that's, man. Well, Pat. that's what we do here. Wait a minute. Hold on. Is, time, out. time out. Is be empathetic Wait. for others. Wait, he made fun of a guy's dog? Oh, I can't stand he that did. guy now. Yeah. Never mind, change my mind. I know that's that's what that's really change what did it for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now it is really sad, um, but that's how he ended up going into mixed martial arts. Is he mm. got kicked out of school when he was fourteen because he says he was a neo-Nazi at one point in time. Oh, wow. that Whoa, he what? really revered at his grandfather. At one point in time, or still, mm. he said at one point in time, mm. and he committed a hate crime against someone else due to those beliefs. I think when he was fourteen or fifteen. Mm. So his mom took him to a gym to start training to kind of get some of his aggression out. And he said he was around all these different ethnicities at the gym. And that's mm -hmm. what changed his ideas about race. Nice. But he's okay. not afraid to talk about modern day issues, the transgender movement. I, <laughs> I, pulled, oh I watched a clip where he talked about that with Joe Rogan. And he said, you know, he thinks it's all insanity. He also believes oh, women right. shouldn't be fighting men in sports or playing men's sports. He's right about that. So he says some things that shock a lot of people, including me. And mm. I think we have a clip with him talking about his ideas and thoughts and feelings on women's rights, which Keith so nicely sent to me and it mm. ruined my whole afternoon. Oh, 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 okay. good. I'm glad to have done right. that. Cool. And barbecue, they hang out, you know, it was like, Brazilians. it was some good wholesome shit. Man, Americans, we need to go Pause back for a to second. like taking. Yeah, because there's no barbecues in America, right? <laughs> nobody, nobody gathers around the barbecue with their family oh. in America. That doesn't happen. Hold on a second. Weird. Yeah, he's mentioning that Brazilians are great because they do barbecues. Yeah, and yeah. But, uh, did, did, we, <laughs> did we pick this up after what he said about his mom and his dad and everything? Okay. Uh, yeah, I think so. He's out of control. Yeah, let's see okay. the rest of this. The workforce, and, and maybe that's and, and maybe that is where we maybe that's where we. F 
up, you guys. We let women vote. No offense. No but, offense. We, but oh. let me tell you. No, no. I want to tell you guys something. Okay. Think about America prior to women voting. Oh. They try to ban alcohol. I don't even drink, but I'm not trying to ban alcohol. So what you did, man, you let these women come in the workforce. Oh, now, we no. make less money. You got kids raising themselves on hmm. fucking TikTok. Uh -oh. We need to go back to like 1942, you know, especially after, you know, maybe 1958 after we fucked up the Germans. <laughs> we need to put women back in the kitchen. We need to take fucking, only one man needs oh to be working. My. Jeffy, is that you? So oh I think my. as a collective man group, we need to elect somebody <laughs> that's going to put women back in the kitchen, no, put no. one man working, raise the wages, and build a fucking wall. Have you ever thought about going to therapy, Sean? For uh, what? For just what? Talk about your dad and your background. I'm curious <laughs> if you ever thought about it. going to therapy. I don't know, man. Did you have good parents? Did you no one touch you growing up? Oh, well, as try as I might know. <laughs> oh, sure. I was checking. Oh. No. Wow. So, this, so you're a fan of that, right? The second I started to root for him, knowing his backstory, <laughs> I was like, oh, you lost me with the women's rights thing and women not being able to vote. Yeah. But being back in the kitchen. Right. Right. Because everyone knows that's my mm -hmm. favorite spot. Uh, <laughs> but he will say pretty much he also well said, he said no offense though so right that well that's that i'm that sure none was taken right that right. should clear it up did that not do it's it like when you say bless your heart you ignore all the rest <laughs> of what you. you've just been saying about that person right so right man you you really hold a better. grudge don't you uh, you know <laughs> yeah. I, it is nice to see someone uh, like him who's come from nothing and he'll tell you yeah. i came from nothing yeah. mm -hmm. Arkansas, it, right? but is that where he's from uh, he was from Corona, California. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, okay. Okay. But he did say, if I wasn't in the UFC, I would probably be cooking meth in a trailer. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> but he has that. also said he he wouldn't mind killing someone in the octagon. And he said, I'm oh I'm gosh. prepared to die. But he, he said oh. that's what motivates him. So he's a loose cannon. Wait, that uh, murdering someone motivates him? I mean, he's got a lot wow. of pent up aggression and rage. So a lot of people at first said, like, he's got some of the same qualities as Conor McGregor, kind of a loose cannon. He'll say mm. whatever. He'll fight anybody anytime. This is a whole other yeah. animal. Yeah. And it's, I mean, in a way, it, it's super offensive. And he's saying some ugly things. But it's kind of refreshing that somebody will just let it all out like that. I know. You know? He, That's true. He's not trying That's to hide true. anything. No. That's true. I mean, when they asked him, how, you know, you've said winning your first UFC fight was one of the happiest moments in your life. How does it feel now to be the middleweight champion? And he's like, actually, I'm pretty much over it. This was in the, the post-fight interview. He's like, I'm over it. He said, mm. you know, it's one moment wow. in time, and then we move on. He's like, I'm going to train in the gym the next day. People congratulate me, and then it's on to the next. Man. So I thought wow. that was really interesting. They asked him what yeah. he was going to do with his winnings, and he said, I'm probably going to go back to the room, order room service, then, you know, get ready to go home. <laughs> so simple guy. Do we know how know. much you made for the fight? Gosh, Any idea? I, I don't. I should have looked that up. Oh, but okay. I, I know since he got the, uh, UFC, the performance of the night bonus, that's a lot. But, yeah, but there, I mean, just the U and people have complained about this in the past, uh, that the UFC scale is so much different mm -hmm. than and smaller than, say, professional boxing. Right. Um, they just don't make that kind of money. No, they don't. And and the risks are quite a bit higher, too. Uh, yeah. But this is what I love about, about boxing, about mixed martial arts, because Adesanya, such an amazing guy, but he mm -hmm. clearly had an off night. And in a fight like this, you don't have a whole team. Like if you play football, Keith's sport, right. like if you don't have a whole team to back you up if you're having an off night where everyone else might be, you know, on their game. Mm -hmm. This is just you in the ring. And if you're having an off night, 
it's anybody's You're chance pay to win. For it. Yes, and I love that because you know. Yeah. It's so raw and real. So Chris right. tells me that he got half a million and then a hundred thousand dollar bonus on top of okay. that. Okay. Okay. So, so six hundred thousand, as opposed to like, you know, boxing where you'd probably make five million, right. or ten million from the fight. Yeah. Especially when there's pay per view in, involved. I'd love to Did know you do what you Dana's do take the, home was. Uh, we do usually pay yeah. for the fights unless and, we can find and a place to show it. That could be a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So when you have a million people. That's a lot of money, and you should probably be getting a better split than 500000 of that. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would be very curious to know what Dana's take-home is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like yeah, he's making but, a fortune. But, yeah, so Sean Strickland, one to watch. Okay. Hopefully, we will see him fight Israel Adesanya again. But, yeah, I'd keep your eye on. Okay. Well, we'll follow you all the way to the uh, four-minute buzz. Yeah. Coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining you. us. Thanks. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You destined to outlive your savings? Studies show the average person will outlive their savings by almost ten years. That's not good. That's ten years without a re- a retirement income when you know you need it most. That's proof that conventional retirement planning advice has failed for. Most Americans. There's a better way to grow your nest egg, though. It's called Bank on Yourself. It's a guaranteed, predictable way to grow your hard-earned money. This retirement plan alternative gives you the control of your money, plus tax-free income. Tax-free income in retirement. Guaranteed, predictable growth and retirement income. And the other thing is, there's no luck, there's no skill or guesswork involved. Your plan doesn't go backward when the markets tumble. Both your principal and your growth are locked in. It's incredible. It's a great plan. You want to find out more? Get a free report with all the details on how the bank on yourself strategy adds guarantees, predictability, tax savings, and control of your financial plan. Just go to bankonyourself.com slash unleashed. That's bankonyourself.com slash unleashed. Do that today. is unleashed. Hmm. Uh, interesting study done where free speech was looked into and uh, and at college, how free is your speech? Because we've seen conservatives be drummed out of, off of stages, out of cities, uh, people attacked, berated, belittled, protested against. So, where is that the worst? Turns out Harvard is officially the worst school for free speech in America. Say it ain't so. That's probably not coming as a massive surprise (laughs) to anybody. The Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression, or FIRE, released its annual college free speech rankings. And uh, it's Harvard that is the worst. Mm -mm. I'm not totally surprised. Director of Polling and Analytics at FIRE said, uh, we've done these these rankings for years now, and Harvard is consistently near the bottom. Despite being the most acclaimed academic institution in the country, Harvard received a 0.00 free speech <laughs> ranking. So that's not good, huh? Wow. 
Fire says the dismal score was generous, considering Harvard's actual score was minus 10.69. Their score was dragged down by the fact that nine professors and researchers there faced calls to be punished or fired based on what they'd said or written. Seven of the nine were actually professionally disciplined. Huh. Wow. Okay. So despite the fact that it, it ranks high... For academic standards, I, did we talk about we, this? Do we have the list of the top? We have five? the list yeah. of the twenty best colleges. This is from oh. the uh, Wall Street Journal. Twenty best colleges in America. Harvard actually doesn't top this list. Mm. Princeton does. Then that's followed by MIT. Did we talk about this already? No, I don't remember that. Um, no, I don't remember that. I just wondered: Do we? Does it have a list of the of the five? Uh, like on the last page of that story you were just reading, does it have the free speech? Um, the top rankings? ones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it know. does. It okay. has the top Do we have and the bottom. graphic for that, guys? The mm. top five. MIT? Hmm. So MIT, so this is the most free? Yeah. Okay. Auburn, University of New Hampshire, Oregon State, and Florida State round out the top five. Okay. The bottom five, Harvard, Penn, South Carolina, Georgetown, and Fordham. Wow, South Carolina. Yeah, huh? Interesting. So those huh. are bad for free speech. So bad. that's different than what you've got. The the best I academic. The, yes, is... the best colleges in America, as oh. compiled by the Wall Street Journal: Princeton, MIT, Yale, <laughs> followed by Stanford, Columbia, and at number six, Harvard. Hmm. Right after Harvard, University of Pennsylvania, Penn, another Ivy League college, Amherst, Claremont McKenna. And something called Babson College. Oh, I, Babson. They're the I, fighting... Babs. Bab, Babs. The, yeah. Fighting Babs. Either the fighting Babs, sometimes they go by the fighting sons. Why do they Why do they switch like that? That's kind of like... Uh, I don't know. I, I think it just depends on their mood for the like weekend. like War Eagle or yeah. Tiger. Yeah, it's, it's like, kind of like you that. you got to pick one. Come on. So that's your top ten. Then we got Swarthmore, Georgetown, <laughs> Vanderbilt, Lehigh, University of Florida, the first public institution that we've encountered. Mm. Uh, Duke. Rose Holman Institute of Technology. You ever heard of that? I've never heard of that school. What was it again? Rose Holman Institute of Technology. <laughs> no, but maybe Nebraska can schedule them and get a W every now and then. <laughs> Would they, though? Would they get the W in football? That wasn't funny. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't funny. You should have just let the joke lie. <laughs> Cal, uh, Caltech, the California Institute Institute of Technology, 18th, New Jersey Institute of Technology, 19th, and at number 20, Brigham Young University. Oh, wow. BYU, 20th. Educational. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, isn't that great? Can can we just circle back to Babson College? After after I tell you that the godless animals came in 43rd. Okay, 43rd. You've got the entire list there? I do. Can it goes do, up to 400. Can you do Control F Nebraska? <laughs> Want to know where that Let's is. see where Nebraska wound up. Nebraska. Great education there. University of Nebraska. God. I'd like to point out. Shout out to the East Campus. Turns out Nebraska filtered by... It's okay. Uh, it's okay. Oh, okay. Uh, wait, what? Here it oh, is. No, no, University wait. of Nebraska, Lincoln. Can we rank high in anything? Number 285. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the top 300. I mean, so, congratulations. I mean, they gave me a that. 
a degree. <laughs> so that tells you everything you need to know. Worth quite a bit, apparently. Worth quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> did I tell you how I missed a 3.0 GPA because I left a 3x5 note card on my apartment kitchen table in senior year? Still, I don't think so. Still bitter about that. But anyway, uh, Babson College mm. is in uh, Wellesley, Massachusetts, and they're the... Oh. Uh, they're not the Babs. They're not the fighting they're Babs. They're not the... Fa- uh, how about the fighting sons? They're not the fighting sons. Okay, what They're are the they? beavers. The <laughs> Babson beavers. Okay? The Babson beavers. Division three. Do they know that that is already taken by Oregon State? <laughs> and like probably three dozen colleges. It's probably the beavers. Why would you... <laughs> Why would you name your sports team after beavers? Because they're they're <laughs> they build stuff with their teeth. I yeah, don't know. I guess. Okay. Is there is the beaver That's situation great. in your neighborhood cleared up yet? Uh, they somewhat gone completely. Yeah, I don't know if they're completely gone, but oh. we haven't had any uh, alerts for okay. a while. You know, since we all spent two thousand dollars to get the beavers okay. out of our area. That's bullcrap. How many houses are in your neighborhood? Do you think? Sixty-five. Is that a guess, or you think? No, that's I know it's sixty-five. Okay, so that's a lot of cash right there. Uh huh. Yes, it is. You spent two thousand mm-hmm. per family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one hundred thirty thousand. Check my Keith math. Mm-hmm. It didn't cost no one hundred thirty thousand. No. To get the beavers out, I think. I think your exterminator. I bet his name, if you check his badge, is Volodymyr Zelensky. I bet he pocketed. He probably mm. spent a couple grand to get him out of there. Probably. And he walked out with a. Probably. profit. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm upset for you and your fellow neighbors. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being upset on my behalf. I appreciate that. Meanwhile, my stupid neighborhood just added speed bumps everywhere. Oh, yeah. And didn't you talk to your mayor about that? <laughs> I talked to my mayor about a lot of so, stuff. So, they, what was the first thing? Was that the first thing you were complaining Bro, about? And then something else came up, too. I can't keep up with how many things I complain about with my mayor. <laughs> But no, but the speed bumps are Uh on a road, like a main thoroughfare. I want you to imagine your daily commute into work, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And let's say it's pitch dark on this random road Mm -hmm. that you commute on. And then they just decide out of nowhere, you know what? We're just going to build speed bumps. Yeah, Not roundabouts. Would not like it. Not stop signs. Not higher police enforcement. Well, a roundabout would actually cost you some money. Okay, but we're not going to lower the speed limit. We're not going to put cops mm. there. We're not going to put in a stop sign. Mm-hmm. We're going to just say, hey, no one will notice these completely dark speed bumps here on this main road in the country. I experienced your speed bumps on Sunday. Yeah, well, I and don't... And I was yeah, like, yeah. what? Yeah, it's, it's hell. I'm <laughs> it ready to... Bad. Are they the really big kind where you have to slow down to zero to go over it or you're going to bottom out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez, I hate that. Oh, yeah. I freaking hate oh, that. Oh, it's like a washboard, bro. And it's like a little, oh gosh, I am not a happy camper. No, I'm sorry to hear that. Really bad. You, you, you bottomed mm. out, didn't you? I did. Oh my gosh, you got to see these speed bumps. Three y'all. times. There's just, there's, there's like car parts. Why don't parts you take a little picture and then uh, present that on the show? Let's Maybe. see. Because it's like, you know, when you go into I'm a trailer park. I'm not going to believe it unless I see it. Yes, you you go into a trailer ones. park yes. and you're like, uh-huh. oh crap, I got to slow down. Because that's on a main <laughs> road now. And then they think the signs are enough. Oh, then they put up these yeah. signs. They bump. Oh, yeah, thanks. That. Oh, you do uh, have the sign? Oh, yeah, they put a sign oh, up. Oh, well, yeah. you got plenty of warning then. Hmm. I don't want to hear you complaining. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to hear it. My bad. <laughs> Neither did my mayor. <laughs> I swear, man. I just. Uh, he must love you. I bet he loves you. Your mayor. Uh, 
He Can't wait to hear the, from you again. He loves me more than the last mayor did. That's for sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think the last mayor decided just to leave because he got tired of getting calls from... I wouldn't doubt it. Keith Malinak. Would not doubt it. By the way, the Babylon Bee Guide, we talked to these guys a couple of weeks ago. Um, the book that they were talking about, uh, the gender book, mm. it's out starting today. Nice. So That's a fun book. Check that out. And didn't we post our yeah. interview yeah. with those guys? Yep. Yep. It'll go out today. Okay. Also, the other thing I want to mention is if you need something delicious in your life, mm. please go to Kexi.com. K-E-K-S-I.com. We've got the whole lineup of new fall flavors, including s'mores with that delicious marshmallowy center. Dude, mm. that one is that, that's, so good. That's evil. It's so good. So there's that. There's the caramel apple pie made with apple cider and our delicious homemade caramel. And the mini cookies are back in stock for a short, limited time only. Kexi.com. Check that out. Uh, we will see you on Overtime. And uh, back here tomorrow with Jeffy to chew the fat. This is Pat.